Does the Department of Health and Human Services need a separate individual with the role of cyber leader? Should the healthcare sector adopt a universal information privacy and security framework? And what can the healthcare sector do to better address the cyber skills shortage it and other industries are facing? I'm Miriam Kolbasak McGee, Executive Editor at Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with Lee Kim, Director of Privacy and Security at the Healthcare Information and Management System Society. Lee will discuss why HIMSS is calling upon government and industry leaders to consider these and other issues concerning the state of cybersecurity in the healthcare sector. So now, Lee, HIMSS recently issued a position paper spotlighting the fact that the healthcare sector is a ripe target for cyber attacks, as we know. HIMSS has also made a number of recommendations about how the federal government, as well as healthcare sector leadership, can help address cybersecurity concerns facing the industry. So for starters, why does HIMSS recommend that HHS create a separate cyber leader role? How would that HHS role potentially help private and public healthcare sectors? And how would it differ from HHS having a CISO role or Chief Information Security Officer role? The truth of the matter is this. We know that our health sector is under siege with all these cyber attacks. Sometimes we're just caught up in the cyber criminal activity and we aren't necessarily the target, but we get pulled in. And other times we are absolutely targeted, as is the case with things such as ransomware. With this in mind, we also know as well that the health sector has only recently had to wake up to the re- grim reality of cybercrime and sophisticated cyber attacks. So we really do need a cybersecurity leader within government and in terms of our health sector, of course, our sector-specific agencies, HHS. And that's why we recommend that HHS have a cybersecurity leader to essentially help guide us, those in the private sector, in terms of what we should be doing to better secure our patient information to help better serve our patients. And we envision that this cybersecurity leader role could be an add-on for the chief information security officer position at HHS. So in other words, this could be an additional set of responsibilities whereby the CISO at HHS could wear this additional hat in terms of being that cybersecurity leader that would help formulate recommendations for the health sector to essentially have a better baseline in terms of cybersecurity. And in terms of what role HHS would have at a more granular level in terms of helping the private and public healthcare sector, as mentioned, we definitely need a much better baseline in terms of what we're doing across the healthcare sector. So we need greater sophistication. So in that sense, HHS can be both the educator and also the convener around better practices and also at the same time getting everyone on the same page where we just simply are no longer the quote-unquote low-hanging fruit for the cyber criminals. We essentially want to deter, if not deny, these cyber criminals from getting at our data and potentially causing more damage, such as risking patient safety and other effects such as that, something that no one would like to see or wants to experience. So that, in a nutshell, is why we recommend the CISO wear that additional hat in terms of cyber leader for our sector. 
Hems also recommends that the healthcare sector adopt a quote universal information privacy and security framework. What sort of universal healthcare sector privacy and security framework is needed, in Hems' opinion, and how might that universal framework compare and contrast to existing cybersecurity frameworks such as NIST's? Currently, in terms of what we have in our HIMSS cybersecurity position statement, which we also call our call to action, we essentially do recommend that universal healthcare sector privacy and security framework, as mentioned, because we need that better baseline across the health sector from the small physician practices to the large hospitals and health plans and even the medical device manufacturers and others that supply the goods and services to us. We need to get better in terms of cybersecurity as a whole. And being that these cyber attacks are getting so much more complex and we are having to rapidly up our cybersecurity defenses and how we're approaching that, we believe that the solution to that is a voluntary universal framework for healthcare, privacy, and security. An example that we specifically state, actually intentionally within our statement, is the NIST cybersecurity framework, which essentially had grown out of a result of President Obama's executive order 13636 on protecting critical infrastructure with which healthcare is a part of. So we firmly believe that for the healthcare organizations that truly care about the privacy of their patient data and also the security of the information, we are confident that many healthcare organizations will adopt a feasible framework that will help them in terms of their cybersecurity practices so that, frankly, they aren't disrupted by cyber attacks which may happen. They aren't confronted with huge amounts of money that they have to put in in terms of remediation, which unfortunately does happen after the fact, especially if you are caught off guard by a egregious or a significant cyber attack. So this is the recommendation that we have in terms of the voluntary framework. And of course, we know that the NIST cybersecurity framework is meant to reduce cybersecurity risk using a risk-based approach, and that it's not specific to healthcare. But on the upside, we do know that the health sector is already taking proactive steps to implement it, and that the health sector is being benefited by raising their security posture, if you will, by adopting that framework and measuring how they are and what their target state should be in terms of cybersecurity against that framework. So we know that it's a formula that does work. We're just simply trying to be a convener to try to encourage more folks to implement the same and learn from each other in terms of what the health sector is experiencing and the road ahead. So now Lee Hems also says that the healthcare sector must make progress in addressing the cyber skills shortage. With that said, how well or how poorly does the healthcare sector do in terms of competing with other sectors looking for the same or similar cyber talent? And what can the healthcare sector do to become more competitive in attracting this needed talent? Well, we definitely need more qualified cybersecurity personnel, not just simply in terms of being able to address these very sophisticated attacks, but also in terms of 
just simply having enough people on staff so that the organizations can do the foundational risk assessment to see what's happening, see where the risks are, and how to address them instead of having huge vulnerabilities that look like something akin to Swiss cheese. We absolutely don't want that, but unfortunately for many organizations, they are short-staffed and or they lack qualified people. So this is in part why at least some of the preventable breaches at least happen. Now, in terms of our ability to compete against other sectors for the same cybersecurity talent, so let me break it down two ways. One is that in terms of the salary that one may look at if you're a job seeker for the health sector compared to, let's say, the financial sector. The financial sector is used to so much more of a serious treatment of cybersecurity through their many regulators that they have. And as a result, they are used to having very robust cybersecurity teams and also paying them very, let's just say, very reasonable or very attractive rates for what they do day to day. The healthcare sector, though, in comparison with the wages, sometimes are lower than what you might find in the financial sector or other mature critical infrastructure sectors with respect to cybersecurity, such as the chemical sector, manufacturing sector, or otherwise. And so as a result, that's a bit of a barrier to overcome because there are at least some people that certainly look to wages as a significant consideration when they're looking whom to work for. Another thing, though, that can be done for those that are either already working in the healthcare sector as part of a cybersecurity team and or those that are looking for that opportunity within the healthcare sector, first and foremost, you need to not only attract that talent and hopefully people that are experienced and or have good education and credentials behind them, but you also need to make sure that you are helping them grow professionally in the sense that they do have the opportunity to take training classes by entities that are very good and very reputable in the field. It's not just simply where you hire someone that has a great resume and they could stop learning and they're able to combat the threats. That's unfortunately not what we're seeing. We've stepped out of the 90s where the cybersecurity threat is sort of not that significant and we need to make sure that they keep learning even once once we attract them. And in terms of how we're doing as a health sector to encourage cybersecurity personnel to join us, I would say that a lot of healthcare organizations have realized that the cybersecurity threat is a real threat that they need to address with very significant outcomes and re- very real risks to the organization, whether it's reputational, financial, patient safety, or otherwise. So a lot of healthcare organizations are, perhaps for the first time, some of them are hiring their first chief information security officers and or We have certainly heard of many healthcare organizations hiring a lot of cybersecurity personnel to increase their staffing. So with that in mind, healthcare is certainly something we are certainly embracing, getting more cyber talent to staff our healthcare providers, to staff others that are integral to the healthcare ecosystem. But I think that there certainly is room for growth in terms of how we ensure that they 
stay with us once they do develop more skill and sophistication as opposed to walking across the street, sometimes literally to that financial services firm that can pay them so much more. And finally, Lee, when it comes to security, privacy, cybersecurity of the healthcare sector, is there one particular priority that HIMSS would like to see the new Trump administration tackle right away? Yes, absolutely. The priority which the Trump administration really needs to take on immediately is cybersecurity. We've had a significant problem with it. A private sector can't keep up, and we need the help of the U.S. government. So to that end, I wanted to bring to light the Commission on Enhancing National Cybersecurity Report, which was issued by the Obama administration on December 1st. It has certainly a lot of great findings, but just in brief, just to echo a few of the points there as to why cybersecurity is so important and what the next administration needs to do. As the report states, and we firmly believe as well, we can't solve this problem in terms of cybersecurity and cybercrime without the government's help. You know, obviously with efforts such as establishing international norms for in cyberspace across international borders. We need that to happen. And so cyber diplomacy is very important. And just the same, we also need to continue working with the government on initiatives which include further development of the NIST cybersecurity framework so that we have the tools in our toolbox to better protect and defend. And to that end, I really hope that the next administration does reach out to us for our expertise in the private sector as the current Obama administration has had. We've made great strides with the framework and other initiatives such as the National Cyber Incident Response Plan, which the White House should be reviewing soon as well. So to that end, I can't emphasize enough that we need to work hand-in-hand with government and to collaborate and come up with better solutions to improve what we're doing in terms of achieving cybersecurity. Thanks, Lee. I've been speaking to Lee Kim of HEMS. I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.